Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Uh, AOC said a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that went viral, a lot of stuff that uh, demonstrate that she's a moron. I don't know a better way to say that. I I don't know. Anyway, let me play this uh, as probably one of the more shocking things she said. I think this was on MSNBC when she was completely shocked, completely offended, uh, probably a bunch of other things uh, by the decision making in Israel to not let Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar go there. Uh, She said this is a disgrace and all Americans should care about it. I will immediately prove why Israel would do this right after. But here first is what AOC said. I found it shocking. I found it shocking when in 2019 or or, or 2020 in our first term uh, of the House of Representatives, when a prime minister Netanyahu banned two United States sitting members of Congress from coming to Israel, uh, Representatives Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. Shocking. How dare he do that? Why would he do that? What are the things that those politicians say that would make Israel not want them to come here? Well, let's look over the course of the last, say, few days. First, you have Rashida Tlaib out there um, talking about that uh, a bomb that hit a hospital uh, story, which, of course, you probably now know is utterly different than the original story you heard from mainstream media. Uh, what mainstream media told you, what Rashida Tlaib was saying as recently as just the tail end of last week, was that an Israeli airstrike hit a hospital and killed hundreds of innocent people. Uh, that's not true. What actually occurred is that a airstrike that originated from uh, Gaza that came from a militant organization uh, in Gaza uh, misfired and landed in a parking lot close to a hospital. Uh, damage the hospital uh, may have uh, taken the lives of Uh, tens of people, but not hundreds of people. All of those things matter when you're discussing this, but accuracy out the window uh, for Rashida Tlaib the other day. I want to play some of this audio again. Why would Israel say, hey, certain politicians not terribly welcome uh, here in our country right now or around uh, our political leaders? And this is one of the reasons why. The majority of Americans are literally against oppression. They are. They're against occupation. They're against uh, human rights violations. If you just tell them the truth, they will be on our side. The truth is Hamas does all of those things you just said. Hamas is willing uh, to have human rights violations be an aspect of how it protects its own uh, military uh, capabilities, its own weapons. Uh, They put them inside hospitals. Uh, Some people wondered why a um, misfired rocket that landed near a hospital in a parking lot could have done the amount of damage to the hospital it did. And of course, there's still debate about that. But the most likely scenario is that it would trigger other ammunition hidden in that hospital uh, to explode. That's the reason why. Rishida Tlaib doesn't care about that. Let's do Ilhan Omar, uh, who was confronted, uh, I think, coming out of an elevator. Uh, You hear some of this audio or going into an elevator, excuse me. And the simple question is, with your stance being what it is, your call for a ceasefire, 
are you okay with Hamas, a terrorist organization that killed 1,400 people recently, continuing to exist? And her answer is, shut the whatever up uh, that she wants to say, and then uh, leave me alone, essentially. She doesn't say those words, but she tries as hard as she can to ignore this person before saying, ignore the crazy lady as the elevator closes. Here we go. Ignore this crazy lady. Don't worry about her. A very simple question. How could there be a ceasefire? How could this exist if uh, the organization that's on the other side of this has no interest in stopping anything and essentially uh, is a threat to anyone in Israel because their their stated mission is death to all that are not them, death to everyone uh, inside Israel, death to Jewish people. I, I don't I don't get how that can just be ignored. Here, let's play one more piece of audio. Uh, this is John Kirby. Uh, John Kirby was on CNN uh, speaking about um, Hamas along with um, you know uh, uh, some other things that came up, and uh, this description of Hamas is quite good, actually. And Kirby is very careful about what he says about the two Americans that were released and brought back to the United States or being brought back to the United States, uh, which is interesting. Uh, they are related, not that I'm saying this is the only reason this happened, but they are related to someone who's in the media who pops up on the Today Show as an expert um, and discussed their captivity just before Hamas chose to release them. Is this a PR move by a terrorist organization to be interpreted differently in a country that's showing a willingness to say, go out and protest in support of them? It, it might be. And that seems to be how Kirby responds by uh, what he's trying to be careful about saying. But here we go. But why would Hamas release them? I mean, not, they, they, don't, they wouldn't do it out of the goodness of their heart. They're, to, they're a brutal, ruthless terrorist organization. Why would they just release these two Americans? Yeah, Jake, I think it's going to be... Uh, we're going to have to be careful about what we say in, in terms of the, 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 the machinations here that, that were required to get them home or get them out of there, because we know that there's still some Americans being held hostage. Yeah, there's still up to 10 Americans. We don't know how many are still alive and how many are being held hostages, hostage, but that's, that's our belief right now, our intelligence belief. But saying that we're going to have to be careful about the terms of the machinations almost makes you wonder if we did something hush-hush behind closed doors that helped this happen, that we're not telling the American people, which I know not shocking at all to anyone if that's what did occur. But it is, again, an interesting part of a conversation. Yes, I'm happy uh, that two Americans were brought back home. Uh, the belief, however, is that those Americans were uniquely in good health compared to maybe other hostages and had a, a significant relevance uh, to, say, the political PR conversation, whatever you want to call it going on, because they're related to someone in media, et cetera, et cetera. It almost makes you wonder if this was Hamas's attempt to continue to gain a, a odd amount of support from the American people or some, I should not say the American people, some within our country um, that, again, to the vast majority of us, I think are, are either hopefully confused or uh, simplistically evil people themselves. I, I don't, I don't get, I don't understand how to say that differently. All right. I'll take a break a lot more in a bit. Craig Collins filling in Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt and Jonathan hanging out as they do every single morning. Uh, I call them palate cleansers whenever we do things that are not serious, that are not, you know, uh, news of the day stuff because we need those. You guys want a palate cleanser? You feel like one right now? Oh, yeah. I want one. Okay, good. Uh, Real quick, I don't know if you guys know who this is. I don't know if a lot of the audience knows who it is. But there's a dude on social media called There I Ruined It. Uh, At least that's his handle. He makes songs with AI uh, that are definitely different than the ones you know about. I really like this. I can't help but not want to play this. This is a bluegrass version of Thriller in honor of Halloween. Here we go. How you guys feel? What are you thinking? I think that's amazing. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it doesn't have like the same scary. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's not, not exactly the same thing as I'm it. not afraid listening to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. Is that a good palate cleanser? That make you feel different today? Oh, I feel great now. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, awesome. Uh, this guy is terrifying me in the world of the stuff he can make and how convincing it sounds. Uh, but that one, that one's pretty good. Uh, Jonathan, you want to react to Thriller bluegrass style? Not, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> not for everybody. No. Bluegrass Thriller is not for everybody. Yeah, I don't know. Bluegrass in general, not your style of music there, bud? Uh, I like, I mean, some of okay. it, not all of it, yeah. though. I got you. That's fine. This just uh, broke bad. All of a sudden, we got the uh, young sorry. guy on the show telling us that we don't like good music. <laughs> I'm old. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that should be a song in the world of bluegrass. I'm old. I can hear that already. Um, let's do this. Uh, what are some popular nicknames for grandparents? Uh, what do you guys oh, got? Do you call gosh. your grandparents grandma and grandpa or something else? I am okay. Can I go off on a tangent here? Not, not, sure, Jonathan, not, go ahead. Not like a full tangent. So, my parents recently became grandparents, right? So, my older brother, his wife, they had their first kid yep. six months ago. That's that sounds right. And my <laughs> my dad wants uh-huh. to be referred to as grand dude, grand dude, grand dude. Instead of grandpa, is- he wants to be Number- grand dude. Number five on this list of alternative names for grandfathers, Grand Dude. Is Why does really? he want? It, yes, it is. Is he a big fan of like the dude? Is that what it is? Where's, where's this come from? Okay, he wants to be called the, the Goat, which is, if you know, my dad <laughs> is just so fitting. All right. Um, and my mom and my older brother and his wife they vetoed that, so he's he's yeah. gonna settle for Grand Dude. Does he wear a lot of robes and flip flops when he walks around places? <laughs> no, he does not. No, okay. well, the the, the flip flops, yes. I don't I don't know okay. about the robe. Okay, um, that's that's good. That that feels like the only guy that can be grand, dude. Uh, yeah. Matt, then, did you ever call your grandparents anything other than grandma and grandpa? No, uh, I and it's kind of a thing. I mean, I noticed everybody else has nicknames for their grandma and grandpa. Sure. And I just don't. Yeah. We're a very boring, conventional family, I guess. You know, I got I got slapped down by I don't know. That's probably uh, extreme, but I, I had someone correct me when I referred to, uh, and it's a young person. She's in her 20s, uh, their um, person that I know as the grandma of the little kid. And I was like, that's not, no, we don't call her that. 
she's Mimi. And I was like, oh. um, yeah, Mimi. I apologize with it, which is also on the list. I didn't know I could trigger somebody and offend somebody by using the word grandma, uh, not even to refer to my friend, who's probably not thrilled that they're a grandma already, but to refer to, you know, the person that wasn't even there at the moment as the grandma. Now, what's upsetting the person? The fact that it's gender specific, grandma, grandpa, I, yeah, is that I don't what's know. going I, on here? I, I, mean, I think it's just not the term that the little kid uses. And so the little kid looked at me and the mom looked at me and they're like, no, 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 that's a Mimi. That's not a grandma. That's not a grandpa. <laughs> well, that's adorable. I, that's cool. I, yeah. I've never done any of that. I've always had grandma and grandpa on both sides you, yeah. you didn't need to add the extra name to it a grand dude i don't hate that though yeah is that it wrong that is a millennial okay go ahead i don't i don't mind that one it's my mom's that really bothers me my mom's What's is that? not on the list she wants to be called lolly <laughs> why which is, that's a great question i have no idea we've tried <laughs> to get her to change it but she is set on lolly okay. originally she okay. wanted to be lolly and she wanted my dad to be pop and my dad was like i don't want to yeah. be pop so yeah, I Ooh, yeah that's trouble <laughs> i think that this is probably people that don't want to be grandparents right they, they they're probably very happy to have a grandchild but they don't themselves want to be referred to as grandma and grandpa that might sound too old is that all it is that might be it okay. aren't that's, the kids supposed to pick theory. whenever they're like you know sounding yeah, out words going I I yeah. and, and then all of a sudden it comes out and that's what you're calling for the rest of your life i think <laughs> that was a great impression of a child back yeah, there I no, I, yeah, I used to be one. It. I mean, when I was a kid, <laughs> I, I was a child. Yeah, that's amen. I have never grown up. Uh, a company demolished a house and then found out that it was the wrong house. A woman in Georgia was on a vacation. She got a phone call from a neighbor that said, hey, are you tearing your whole house down? And then the person was like, I'm not. Why? Well, they're doing it. They're doing it right now. How would you feel if you were Susan Hodgins and you show up at a house that's no longer there and the people are like, whoopsie-daisy, we got the wrong house number? I'd be kind of excited. That's a great reason to sue and make a whole bunch of money. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're going to rebuild. I think I have some audio of this real quick. This happened in Atlanta. This is the homeowner talking about it. Uh, she's She's got a unique accent. I'll just say that before I hit play. Did you hire somebody to tear your house down next door to me that's been boarded up for about 15 years? And I said, um, no. She said, well, there's somebody over here just demolished the whole house and tore the whole house down. He told her to shut up and mind her own business. She said, well, look, I want to see a permit or something. And he said, okay. Uh, he pulls it out and he says, oh, I'm at the wrong address. What's that moment like for the guy doing the demo when he's like, oh, this is not the right house. We shouldn't be demolishing this one. <laughs> well, my I favorite ask, is I know a, we can't answer. My, well, mind your ahead, own man. business when you're tearing down <laughs> How dare you? I love Try her. to tell me She's I'm good. tearing down the wrong house. Oh, this is the wrong house? Okay, never mind. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93, WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. It's almost um, somewhat fun for me at this point to play audio of a particular uh, guy who's long been uh, someone in the world of media that's leaned so far to the left that it's crazy. Uh, that's Bill Maher. And when he has takes that are definitely not on the current version of the left, which happens very often uh, for today's uh, 2023 version of Maher. I'll get to that in a second. This is all about higher education and uh, some of the things, even though he says he sees value in them that maybe don't have the value today that they used to have. But uh, but I digress. That'll come up in a second. Uh, first, I do just want to talk quickly about Donald Trump, a former president, leading candidate on the Republican side of the aisle, and by a lot of polls, actually most likely to become the next president of the United States, distancing himself from Sidney Powell. Uh, that's the uh, lawyer who pled guilty uh, last week and a bunch of media uh, reacted all over the place to 
Um, the release, the Kraken lady is the way to describe her. Someone that Tucker Carlson was uniquely hard on uh, when she popped up on his show. Uh, Trump says that she was never uh, Sidney Powell, his personal attorney. Uh, not at all. Uh, he praised certain work she had done in previous cases, uh, said that the rigged and stolen election, which is something that she was uh, very much um, willing to discuss and and agree with Trump on, is a big part of the problem here, too. Uh, and he goes the road he's going to go on that. Now, I've continued to say, no matter what you think, and I know a lot of people think a lot of things uh, about the last election, uh, Trump's belief of it is his defense uh, entirely. If in any of those cases that are going after him for doing anything inappropriate in the world of, say, overturning an election in Georgia or in our country, and he simply can prove in court, which I think he'll easily do, actually, that he, in fact, believes that the election was fraudulent and is fraudulent. None of the rest of it, it doesn't matter if, if they try to prove that it was or wasn't. And I know people in court hope that you see uh, more of that proof finally displayed to the American people if it is out there. And I'm not trying to say it is. I'm just saying if it is out there, it'd be nice to see it come up in the court case. But it's irrelevant. Uh, just his simple belief uh, that he, in fact, was doing the right thing because the election wasn't on the up and up is enough. But Powell has pled guilty uh, and waived all rights to defend herself. And she gets a sweetheart version of a deal where she's not going to be in a lot of trouble herself for some pretty significant crimes, and then she'll testify against others. Uh, the other problem, I'll say this too, just quickly about that case, and you might not care, it might be off the beaten path. And as I said, I want to get to the Mar stuff. It's, it's better, and it's the biggest topic we keep talking about. Uh, but the other thing I'll say about that case is what's funny is, in that courtroom, those prosecutors will relentlessly attack every single member of the group of people that they've brought charges against for being willing to overturn the election, being willing to, to do shady things. They essentially are accusing them of being a, an organized version of a mafia, uh, more or less, um, because that's what you need to charge a RICO case in general. And then they'll ask the American people to believe every single one of these individuals that they tear apart or desire to tear apart in order to take down Trump. So they'll say every single one of these pers these people is terrible and awful and and did shady things. And then as soon as they say, but it was all big, bad Donald Trump's fault, they'll say, now you got to believe this person. Now this person is speaking the truth. It's sort of hilarious to me that you destroy the character and then try to elevate the character of people, again, depending on as long as they're going to say the thing you want them to say about the big, bad villain, according to a lot of these cases. All right. Uh, let's get to Bill Maher. And I'm going to play this along with the audience applause and stuff. I'm going to, I didn't shorten it. I'll play the authentic version. I'll only play a minute. There's like an eight minute rant out there, but it's about how brainwashed people at elite education or people in even just, you know, uh, collegiate uh, places right now in our country are. And this is coming from someone who's got an Ivy League education of his own. And at the very beginning says that a liberal education is valuable. I know we don't all agree with that. I certainly don't agree with that in today's world. But he then goes on to bash all the things we've seen over the last, say, couple weeks. And finally, Newell, as an Ivy League graduate who knows the value of a liberal education, I have one piece of advice for the youth of America. Don't go to college. <laughs> good advice. It's good advice. And if you absolutely have to go, don't go to an elite college, because as recent events have shown, it just makes you stupid. I want to stop this for a second before he gets back into it. The, the muted version of applause is really interesting to me, because every time that Mar goes 
against the grain of his political side of the aisle that he's long been uh, uh, tied to. I feel like there are some in his own audiences that don't love the things he's saying. And yet I credit him for saying them, even as I disagree with him on a whole lot of other stuff. There are few, if any, positives to come out of what happened in Israel. But one of them is opening America's eyes to how higher education has become indoctrination into a stew of bad ideas, among them the simplistic notion that the world is a binary place where everyone is either an oppressor or oppressed. In the case of Israel, oppressors being babies and bubbas. The same students who will tell you that words are violence and silence is violence were very supportive when Hamas terrorists went on a rape and murder rampage worthy of the Vikings. They knew where to point wow. the fingers at the murdered, and then it was off to ethics class. It is amazing to hear him say they know where to point the fingers at the murdered, uh, and that is very true. And then uh, off to ethics class is a nice little shot at the end there. But I'll, I'll be very honest. It is interesting to hear so many of these voices, including the ones that organize and protest uh, right here in Indianapolis, two of the last three days, to demand the right to freedom of speech specifically uh, among anything else they're talking about, any of their uninformed or, or um, you know, poorly uh, thought out uh, version of supporting a terrorist organization in Hamas and what they're saying about Israel, about Palestine, about Gaza, about all of that, um, about Palestinians. Uh, what I think is so fascinating and, he, and even so well referenced here uh, by Bill Maher in what, you know, you're essentially uh, doing is to uh, demonstrate the need uh, for those to oversimplify, as I've said before in the show, these issues and then demand we hear them, even though so very often they're telling people who disagree with them on any other issue that they need to shut up, that they need to stop talking, that they need to not be a part of this conversation because how dare you uh, stand up and fight for whatever the thing is you're saying that they say is in the minority. The minority opinion is okay for them. And I don't mean an opinion supporting a minority group. I mean an opinion that is not the main opinion of most Americans. Um, they say it's only okay when they're the ones yelling it and you, how dare you, refuse to listen. That is fascinating. The hypocrisy is fascinating. Quick break, a lot more. 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the, uh, it's, oh, excuse me, I did all that terrible. Uh, Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. Craig Collins filling in. None of the stuff I said was right. Uh, quick break, a lot more in a bit. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt and Jonathan hanging out as they do every single morning on this show. Uh, palate cleanser time. Let's do more uh, not serious stuff. Uh, there's a dude that's racked up 6 million views online for uh, baby speaking to a dog. And people think the dog is responding to him. Uh, not a great look for this guy in the way in which he's talking to the dog. I'll say you can disagree if you want to. I'll play the audio first, then we'll react to it. Uh, is this dog responding to this guy is the question everyone on the internet cares more about than any serious stuff going on out there. Are you babies? Are you the babies? Are you a precious babies? Are you a pretty baby? Are you my babies? Say, ah, love, daddy. Uh, are we judging the guy and is the dog talking to him? That's just weird. Um, <laughs> geez. Like, it's, it's not a good, like, I'm surprised he's so proud of the way he's talking to his dog. Are yeah. you the pretty babies? Are you my babies? Uh, Are you dad? Like, there, there's some weird things, yes. I love my dog so much. Right. Uh -huh. But there's no way 
I would ever talk to my dog like that under no, no circumstance. None. Even if the know. dog was being responsive, I would never do this either. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if the dog's being responsive. Like, I yeah. feel like anytime you catch a dog in the right mood, it'll bark back at whatever you say. Right, or grunt or do something. Does yeah. Matt Bear have a reaction to well, that? I think it's adorable. I mean, I, whether he's communicating with the dog, there's some sort of back and forth there, like sure. in dog language, maybe, if, if such a thing. <laughs> is. I used to pretend, like, when I'd leave my folks' house, I'd love their dog so much, I would pretend the dog was crying. I really would i'd be like the dog is crying right now because i'm leaving and really just be barking at a blade of grass and that would that be it but yeah. but, but i understand the emotion here i understand oh, yeah. the affection yeah no no the the love of a dog is okay i i love my dog that's fine um as men i think we sometimes deny the amount that um a dog can become your best friend in some mm. ways <laughs> i would never talk to a dog like this though man i'd never talk to anyone or any animal like this uh, i don't know but it is kind of funny and it does seem like they're going back and forth and it's viral and cutesy and uh, that's fine. Uh, a couple other quick things out there. Souvenir travel experts talk about the must-haves when you go uh, somewhere. Uh, what are the go-to souvenirs, if any, that you guys grab when you're somewhere on vacation? Uh, a, a hat. That's my a thing. A hat? A postcard, by any chance? A piece of art, apparently, is on this list. A magnet. Matt, you grab something? A snow globe? Maybe H- you're a Hotel towels, usually. That's, that's kind of my thing. Um, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I actually... <laughs> I actually want to have a serious conversation very quickly about something, and I promise it's not serious. Oh. The amount of hotel towels you guys use in a hotel, wh- what is it? Where, where is it at? Is it a couple? Is it, you know, using them as if they're napkins? Anybody have any opinion on this? How long am I, how, how long am I staying there for? <laughs> a couple days at least, not just 24 hours. Oh, I mean, I probably like a new one every other day. Yeah, okay. Uh, Matt, what about you? I treat it just like I'm at home. You know, I, I wash the oh. towel, you know, every other week, and, and maybe yeah. that's it. I'll use the same hotel towel yeah, okay. the entire time I'm there. Uh-huh. I don't do that at all, and I'm going to out myself for this. I use them as indiscriminately as possible. I think it's the joy of being in a hotel. I can use as many towels as I want for any situation. I take showers, <laughs> new towel, second new towel. My wife gets so frustrated with me, and I leave them in the pile, and I ask people to pick them up, and I tip. Uh, the people who clean up my room, because my room, I think, is annoying to clean up. But I, I love overusing the towels. I don't know why more people don't do this. I've been told I'm a terrible person. You're ironing out the towels and putting them on it for, a, <laughs> like, a nightshirt, that kind of thing. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would wear the towels. I wear some towels down to the pool and then back up with new ones. Why not? That'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of the pool. Maybe I'm a hypocrite now. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, I'd probably really go through a half a dozen towels, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, one last thing, real quick, after I've outed myself as a towel guy. Um, a guy in Poland got arrested for stealing stuff from a shopping mall he did it in such a unique way i'm sort of impressed with him he pretended to be a mannequin he went in one time late at night he was holding a shopping bag and got in one of the clothing windows nobody noticed and so they closed he stole a bunch of jewelry and left he got away with the crime the first time he went back a week later actually was eating in the dining court while casually becoming a mannequin and then breaking his mannequin a roll changing outfits and stuff when security finally noticed him and was like, that's the guy from the video last time. He's been arrested. He's probably going to go to jail for 10 years. But mannequin guy actually worked once in Poland, and he just tried it too many times. I mean, he has all these new clothes, but he doesn't have a job, obviously, if he can scheme this out and stay in the food <laughs> court all day. That sounds like true. a pretty good life to me. You yes. Know? Yeah. No, I do. I do love it. But he actually did stand motionless inside this window for hours on end to try to rob this place on two separate occasions. And one of the times it worked, I think you have to fire That's all crazy. the mall security immediately. Yeah. 
everyone in mall security fired. All right, mm -hmm. I'm out of here. Tony's back tomorrow to make this show more normal. Thank you guys, as always, for hanging out.